I wish we could take off and go anywhere but here, baby, you know the deal. Is she bad? So maybe she won't, uh, but shit, then again, maybe she will. Yeah, do it for the realest niggas in the fucking game. Hi everyone, welcome to Season 2, Episode 5 of the Melanin Rhapsody Podcast. This is Nastasha. And this is Jay. Yes, again, we have been MIA. Nothing new. We say we're going to get it together every time and we still end up being MIA, but we're here. We're starting another episode. Time to get caught up a little bit. So first, what's everyone been up to? Nothing new for me over here. Working. That's all. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been kind of, uh, yeah, keeping it to myself a little bit more again lately. But other mm-hmm. than that, same Jay. How yeah. Me working, working, sleeping, <laughs> <laughs> exercising. Uh, Keita's back staying with me for the next 13 weeks. So. Hopefully we can get Keita to come back on and hopefully Carissa will be able to join us too. Um in fe- Yeah, future episodes. And yeah, my mom wants to come back on with her friend, so I'm trying to make that happen for our episode two. So we'll see. We're gonna get it together. I know. Thank you to our listeners though. I know a lot of my listeners been asking, Where's the next episode? Why y'all haven't released anything? What's going on? I said, we'll get it together eventually. We'll get there. Just been kind of, yeah, doing stuff, so. We'll be better. We're going to do better. Yeah, we're trying to be more consistent, so we'll see. (laughs) Okay, so first, Riri confirmed pregnancy with ASAP Rocky is of, I think it was Wednesday or Tuesday? Did she confirm it? it? Yeah. I believe it was, I think it was Tuesday. Yep, Tuesday, because I was at work talking. It might have been Monday, because I was at work talking about it Tuesday with my coworkers. But big congrats to them. We already knew she was. She was just keeping it hush hush, and nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I don't blame her. Yeah, I'm sure the baby's going to be beautiful because she's beautiful. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Makes me happy. Yeah. I don't know. I just. I love the story. Yeah. It just seemed real cute. Do you think Chris Brown and Drake are in their feelings? Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> they definitely fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bunch of memes floating around about Drake and how he how what his response was to finding out she was pregnant. And like I was scrolling through the thread on the shade room and that jump <laughs> was hilarious. Yeah, I laughed at that too. That was funny. Yeah, it was funny. I don't know, but your comment just made me think, like, Brianna and Chris Brown, while, you know, whatever, you know, the history, would have made a beautiful baby, though. Can you imagine how beautiful that baby would have been? Would have been a really cute baby. Oh, Lord. Not that, how baby that's in her now is not going to be beautiful, but Chris Brown's just beautiful. So the two of them together. Two pretty babies, probably with pretty eyes, like hers. Yep. You know, supposedly he has a third child now by a different woman. That's the rumor. Oh, man. I mean, to each his own. Let's just hope he don't end up like Nick Cannon in future with all these 50 million babies. Look, I'm not mad at Nick Cannon in the future. As long as they paying for all those babies <laughs> and being a dad to all them babies, then... That's true, I mean, too. I'm just saying, when you got money like that, like, why not have a bunch of babies? Sister wives. <laughs> yeah, maybe get one wife, but still. Yeah, like, Nick I mean, Cannon, I feel like that's a sister wife situation. As long as they're taking care of the babies and the moms know what they're doing. Because that's the other thing. Like, y'all could talk about them having a bunch of baby mamas, but if they're famous, like, it is a quick Google search to see how many baby mamas they got. If you wanted, if you didn't want to be number six, then you wouldn't. Oh, no. They look like they're happy and they're content with being in that position. They don't care. Mm-hmm. At all. So I'm not mad. Like, the wives, the girls knew. They got the money to take care of them. Like, yeah. Community dick. Huh? It's community dick at this point. <laughs> That's true. That's what I think about it. I mean, like, you know, you? I did that. Okay. I don't know. Just something about doing that makes me, you know, I don't know. Just in case. <laughs> you know what I mean. Wait, did 
did the recording stop? Did you I, hear that? I stopped it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I did it. Um. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, you did that. Like I said, community dick. So. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but I'm also not mad at him. Like, yeah. Live life. My bigger issue would be if you won't take care of the kids, but if you take care of yeah, them, yeah, it shows that he's a good father. Mhm. Mm. Anyways, <laughs> the brat. What'd you say? You've had raw sex with seven women in the last ten years. Like that does feel like a lot. Yeah, and that's just the ones that got pregnant. Who knows how many more? Exactly. I think he picks and chooses who he wants to put his seed in, though. So yeah, maybe he get maybe he does like a little questionnaire, or I don't know. I wonder how he determines which ones he wants to, you know, put his cum in or whatever. I don't know. It's wild to me, but whichever ones he just thinks is the the baddest, like. Nick Cannon, as much as I like Nick Cannon, he strikes me as a, like, trying to collect baddies on the sheet type of dude. Like, you know those guys in high school that feel like the better their girl looks, the more important they are? Mm-hmm. The better people think their girl looks, the more important they are? Yeah. Nick Cannon kind of gives me those vibes, to be honest. Possibly. That's why, that's why, like, the whole obsession with Mariah Carey, even. Like, oh, I was in love with you when you were a kid. Like, I think you just felt like Mariah Carey was the person to say was on your own. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they were cute together. I felt like it. I, maybe that's why I always felt like it was weird. What, because she's way older? And they just never looked good together. Like, I don't know. I feel like when you see happy couples, like, they look like happy couples. And they just never struck me as a happy couple. <laughs> Looks can be deceiving now. That's true. That's why I like you. I do business for me, but like, Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some couples make me smile. Like, oh, like their love is so pretty, and mm-hmm. I didn't get that from them. What looks good on social media may not look good at, behind closed doors. You're not wrong. Because trust me, people do that crap all the time. I see it firsthand on my news feed. Yeah, you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Moving along, the brat. Is it her wife or is it just her partner? I don't know the story. Uh, well, the brat is expecting her first, I think, first child. Yeah. So, big ups to them. That's exciting. Is she pregnant? Yeah. Well, the partner or wife is the pregnant. pregnant. Mm hmm. So, that's yeah. exciting. A lot of um people are popping babies now. Or, sorry, I shouldn't say popping babies. Excuse me, people are having children. So beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> what? I haven't been drinking, by the way, either, you guys. I'm completely sober. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. You're not? I'm not. Oh, dang. <laughs> I, I need to get caught up, then. I should tell the girls to bring <laughs> me my you bottle. Do what I do. I was smoking. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I don't do that. I'll do an edible, maybe, but I can't do the... I can't hit it. Mm-mm. I, don't like the sm- <laughs> I don't like the smell of any kind of smoke or anything like that. What about the vape pens, though? That's different. It still smells. Not like smoke, though. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> I don't think it smells like smoke. My sense of smell is very strong. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of that, we need to make that trip to D.C. in the future. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've been thinking about that, and it's just hard to find, like, time that I can commit to it, like, hardcore, and know nothing's going to pop up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that needs to happen very soon. Yeah. When do y'all get back? We come back Sunday. Okay. We're doing Friday morning to Sunday morning. Maybe we can do that for your birthday trip to D.C. again. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, check out the, the stores. Oh, yeah. That would be fun. There's a seafood place up there I want to go see too, Crab Boss. I've heard of it. Yeah, I want to go eat there. You got to look them up. Mm, (laughs) It sounds good. good. Mm. They always get rave reviews. Crab Boss. I'm going to add that to my little list that I have of all my food places. (laughs) 
I have a, like a list that I keep of food places. And like even with us going to Houston, I didn't like put a whole little itinerary together for us. That's good for all the food places. Mm, I'm crazy, girl. That's pretty cool. I like that. I love food and drinks, so. As soon as we get off the plane, we're going to get started. <laughs> and our plane I'm gets in early. Texas, I want to go, too. Yeah. When are y'all leaving again? We leave Friday morning and come back Sunday morning. Yep, Friday morning, Sunday morning. Our plane leaves at 5.30 in the morning, too. Mm-hmm. It should be. We were trying to get Keita to go, but she, you know, just started her job. She's off this weekend, but she was like, uh, no, she, you know, maybe when we go somewhere else, she'll go. So I get it. And then my other two friends, one wasn't able to get off the work, and the other one, she had something to do. So me and my Jazzy, <laughs> <laughs> we're always together though. So yeah, Jazzy. Cool, though. she's always just ready oh yes that's why i'm like oh my gosh i said i'm ready to be an auntie again but when you do lord i'm gonna um miss being able to pick, uh, pick up and go with you <laughs> oh she's pregnant no 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 i'm saying when she does decide to have uh, babies <laughs> that's gonna be out the window even though she was like <laughs> no it's not girl i'm still going i was like your butt not going nowhere until after you pop that baby <laughs> so she might still go she might need a break yeah, uh, maybe in a year or two after the baby's born. I don't know. She'll be like me. I didn't want to leave my babies nowhere with nobody. So, <laughs> yeah, and even now, I only do it because they're older and I'm a little bit more comfortable. So, <laughs> okay, moving on to some sad situation. Sad news or two sad news. First, Bob Saget's death. You know, he was known for his role as Danny Tanner on Full House and Fuller House. He was also on America's Funniest Home Video and a whole bunch of other shows. He's a comedian, actor, father, all that. Just, man, when I heard that news, I was like, oh my goodness, my heart. I just thought about all the times that I watched Full House growing up and just sad, man. And the saddest part of it all was he had just did a stand-up comedy show, I think, that night. And they found him that morning in his hotel. He died. And I think they said he died in his sleep. So I'm thinking maybe it was a stroke or a heart attack. So sad. Yeah. It's not like he lived the uh, healthiest of lives either, though. Like, he was always doing stuff. I was sad when I found out he died, too, like. Danny Tanner, you know, like he was just so wholesome on the show. Mm-hmm. But I also am not a huge fan of his. Like, don't go wrong, some of his stand up is hilarious. Full House is a classic that will forever live in anyone's heart that was born in the 80s and 90s, you know. But like, he also wasn't a good person. Like, <laughs> 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 it's hard to separate those two sometimes for me because I'm like, Danny Tanner was great. Bob Saget stand-up, some of it was great. Mm-hmm. But, like, overall, he just wasn't a good person. So it's hard to be, like, Danny Tanner and Bob Saget. Like, they're just so polar opposite. Yeah. I think I was sad about Danny Tanner, but not about Bob Saget. Like, I, you know. <laughs> yeah. I think that was more was I, what I was thinking about. I'm like, oh, Full House, Fuller House. Oh, no. Sad. I mean, at and least. I might just, Go ahead. I don't ever want to see him like good person or bad person yeah I'm not saying it wasn't sad still it was no I I get what you're saying Full House used to be one of my favorites Mm -hmm. that's weird but then like when he passed even and you saw videos um, circling on social media there's a video of him talking about using the Mary Kate and Ashley doll to do like dirty things with himself and stuff like I heard about that. Small children. That's sick. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that's just creepy. And the fact that Bill Cosby went to jail and R. Kelly's in jail, but we're not paying attention to like not saying that he did anything illegal, but mm-hmm. we're mourning Bob Saget like he's not also a um, predator. Yeah, <laughs> low key predator. 
Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, even this different here he got a, he gets a different reaction because he's white. Probably so. I hate Bill Cosby was also what's his name? Huxtable Clee. Oh Wait, my gosh, uh, Cliff. Name, Cliff. Cliff Huxtable. Cliff Huxtable, yeah. But we were able quickly to Hey, no, don't say we now. Now, I was in denial because I'm like, no way. This, you know, my whole take on that whole thing. Mm-hmm. It was hard to believe. I, like I said, all I'd be thinking about is Jello pudding pops and all this other stuff when it comes to him. Excuse me, Lord. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I do. And like, it, it was like, when I heard that, I was like, I still, like I've said on previous episode, uh, to, for me, it was denial. I'm like, no way, no way. Yeah. Well, in general, the world villainized him very quickly and forgot that he was Cliff Huxtable. Yep. Even the Cosby show got taken off of the air and stuff, you know? That's what I was going to say, but Full House is still up there. They're not going to do it because he wasn't villainized when he was alive. But Mm -hmm. Bob Saget was just as much of a predator and a creep. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. Do you feel like it's because he's white, though? Oh, most definitely. And I hate to turn everything into race wars or, well, I shouldn't say race wars, but race, but it's the truth. A lot of those white men, uh, people turn, turn their cheek and act like it didn't happen. But as soon as it's a black person, all shit out, throw away the key, lock them up, blah, blah, blah. So Mm -hmm. it is. It's sad. It's very sad. Mm Mm-mm-mm. So, uh, former Miss USA committed suicide. Uh, rest in peace, Chelsea. I believe it's Chris or Christ. Probably Chris. Oh my goodness! When I heard that news in the in the way that she did it, tragic man. I, did, I honestly stopped reading once I heard like the beginning of the story about who she was and how um, that she had died by suicide. I was like, I can't read anymore. That's just that's terrible. Did you know how she did it? No. How'd she do it? She jumped, if I'm not mistaken, from the 29th floor of a high ride, of oh, her sky, high rise building. Terrible. Uh, yeah, and like, uh, I was just like, oh my gosh, of all the ways to even do it, which, oh, I pray for people who are in a mental, that, yeah. a bad mental space and are maybe crying out for help and need the help. But, oh my gosh, just to do that. I can't even imagine what she was thinking as that was happening. Is yeah. is your falling? Just to take something so violent, such a violent way to die. Yes. Also speaks to her mental health at that time too. Yes. Yeah. And supposedly, yeah, so I, I'm glad that more people are starting to feel like it's okay to ask for help mm-hmm. when you're a men, uh, when you're mentally or emotionally not okay. Mm-hmm. But. It's just so sad to hear stuff like this and realize that there's things out here to help. You know what I mean? And it's just, I don't know. It's just sad because I feel like mental health is so ignored. And it is. Thought about or taken care of. Yeah. And it's so easy to just be like, I can get through this. I can keep going. I can do this. I mean, I don't say that like me personally. Like I just almost normalized not being okay and just pushing through stuff instead mm-hmm. of being like I'm not okay and taking the time to fix it and that's what I feel like happens with people like that like she was probably just caught up in the whirlwind and never got time to just stop and be like I'm not okay mm-hmm. my mom always says you're not the keeper of your mind and honestly you're not because <sighs> When you're going through stuff, and like you say, you tell yourself it's going to be okay, you're going to be okay, this, this, and that, people are encouraging you, you're trying to encourage yourself, sometimes your mind is still telling you otherwise, like, mm-hmm. I've been it's depressed. Okay. Yeah, I've been in depression, I've been depressed, uh, where I didn't want to get up out of it, or I didn't want to eat, I didn't want to deal with people, I just, it's not mm-hmm. a good feeling, and it's hard to pull yourself out of that funk when all you want to do is just be down and not care. Would you agree though that one of the hardest parts of that battle is admitting like the initial step really just admitting that like you're not okay. 
and that you need to like figure something out oh most definitely you because you're almost like in denial within yourself Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like nothing's wrong with me. I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna be okay now. And like I'm 33, and I'm just not getting to a point where I realize like it's okay to need to slow down. It's okay to need help. It's okay to be not okay, and just to sit in not okay for a second sometimes, and not be like, oh, I know I'm sad, but I have to just mm-hmm. get up and keep pushing. Oh yeah. So taking a second. Oh yeah. And there's nothing wrong with seeking help, whether it's a therapist, family, friends, or anything. Like we had talked about it in another episode, there's always a stigma surrounding black people going to get therapy, which there should not be. Therapy can benefit anybody. doesn't matter your race. It doesn't matter your age. You could be a child that needs therapy. You could be a grown person on about to be going, you know, maybe on their last leg of life doesn't mean you don't won't benefit from it see but i think our generation of black folk have done a really good job of taking the stigma away from therapy so we're not as judgmental outwardly about therapy but i feel like we still have our parents generation of i don't need therapy i'm stronger than that you know what i mean mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah but hopefully, I feel like the next generation, like I want our generation to get together, but I feel like the next generation will be better than us about that. And I think that's a good thing, though. Yeah, I so think so, too. Black folk are slowly starting to move in the right direction with that. I agree. So, moving along from that sad news. I'm sorry? I'm going to move along from that sad news and move on to something else. <laughs> so you remember last episode when I was talking about my boyfriend and how I wasn't going to tell him about the podcast or tell him about the friend that our mutual friend that I had kissed or whatever. So I had text Jay, y'all. I got to tell my story. <laughs> so my boyfriend reached out to the mutual friend <laughs> and was like, you know, thanks for putting in a good word with Nastasha. She's great. Blah, 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 blah. And he was like, oh, yeah, man. No problem. She can cook, too. And this, this, and that. And so then the guy, the mutual friend, goes, oh, I hope you know, know there's no hard feelings between us. And so my boyfriend calls me. <laughs> this happened back in December, y'all. He calls me and was like, hey, you're alone? I said, yeah, I'm on my way home from work. I was like, what's going on? He was like, so-and-so just, you know, messaged me and told me no hard feelings. So what does that mean? You got some explaining to do, <laughs> like jokingly. I'm like, oh, shit. So I was like, what are you talking about? So then I went ahead and told him that, yeah, me and him used to talk, but it was just friendly. Nothing sexual happened between us. And he was fine with it. But <laughs> I say this to say, go ahead and be honest, because... When you think it wasn't going to come out, it's going to come out anyway. <laughs> but thankfully, he was not upset with me. <laughs> and I told him about the podcast, but he didn't even ask for the name of it, which I don't know if I should be offended or I should be thankful because I told him I didn't want him listening to old episodes anyway. So he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't want him listening to this. I don't want ask you what the name of it is, though. Like, yeah, he didn't ask. <laughs> maybe the mutual friend already told him. He better not have. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, well, what do y'all be talking about? So I told him. And he was like, oh, okay. I said, what, do you want to come on? He was like, maybe one day. I said, we'll see. I said I was going to keep you private, but. Yeah, I was about to say, you said. <laughs> oh, you like him, like him. Okay. <laughs> so we'll see. I still might keep him private. <laughs> That's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to get him on one day. <laughs> Yeah, I think it would be fun too. I'll be good. Please do. Don't ask anything embarrassing. <laughs> she likes to put me on the spot, you guys, and like make me all squirm asking embarrassing questions. I do. I'm <laughs> and then you know, if I had that liquor in me, I get all giggly and yeah. Mm. <laughs> <You too. laughs> That's how I always know when you're like getting shut up is when you start giggling. <laughs> I'd be like, oh my god. <laughs> That's funny. 
glad that he wasn't upset though. No, he wasn't, and I was like, you should have seen me. I was, I, like I said, I was driving home, and when he was like, you got some explaining to do. I'm like, oh shit. I was like, what I do? <laughs> and that's when he told me. But he was, he was fine about it. He was like, babe, you're fine. It's okay. He was like, I know it's nothing. I don't even. He was like, you know, y'all, you're all, y'all are friends. I know y'all are just friends. He said he thanked me and said nothing but nice things. So he was like, I'm not concerned about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and big shout out to my friend because he just had a baby a couple of weeks ago, a little girl. So congrats to my friend on that. He's been on the show before. I'm not going to say the name, but you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, so what do you think about people trying to clear their conscience before the new year because i've had several exes reach out before the new year and i felt like it was to get clear their conscience before the new year started because they were feeling some some kind of guilt for their asshole actions okay so the one i told you had tried to do on me he'll probably end up hearing this because i'm sure he probably listens still i don't give a damn he tried to do on me i didn't respond so then maybe a month later he texted me and I didn't see it because it went into my blocked messages. I have him blocked. So I was just like, hey, just checking on you. I hope all is well. So I had told you about it and you were like, don't respond. You're better than that. Don't give it your energy. But guess what? I chose not to be better that day. Fuck that. And I responded. Sure did. And went in. What'd you say? I was basically like, Oh, I'm doing fine. No thanks to you. I said, my heart is forgiving, but I reflected on how you did me over the summer and it was fucked up. I said, I did not deserve that shit. I said, you basically belittled me and made it seem like you were better than me because of all your having all your businesses and all this other stuff. And then when you were posting subliminals on Instagram, directing them at me, I said, that was fucking childish. I said, um... What else did I tell him? I was like, I'm sick of dudes thinking that they can come back whenever they want and apologize and that I'm just supposed to be sweet and forgiven. Fuck that. Done. Mm -hmm. Period. So, I know he got it, but he didn't respond back and that's fine. Because, like, him and another one, another one I dealt with, I know I messed up. I'm like, oh, you just realized you messed up? Oh, no, I realized it a long time ago. That's fine, but don't sit there and think that you're going to come back and apologize now and that I'm just supposed to take you back with open arms. Fuck that yeah. shit. Like, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just because you apologize doesn't mean I have to accept it. Yeah, I, I forgive you, but I'm not going to forget that shit. Even your forgiveness is not a requirement, though. Mm-hmm. Yep. I feel like a lot of my dudes been coming back, though, since I've been in been in this new relationship like and he's even had some of his trying to come back so it's I, like people can smell it yes <laughs> like is it in the air is it in the water what yeah Mm-mm. i don't know what it is yeah I'm, I'm... i know and even in my relationship i feel like one of our major like conversations has been around exes and how to communicate with them and stuff because their recurring theme in our relationship not even like in a way that we're letting them interfere with us but in a way of like they just keep coming up somewhere somehow like popping up in phones or events or something like that you know yep extra thirsty i say the exes are extra thirsty yeah don't i agree yeah don't sit there and take somebody for um granted and then thinking that they're always going to be available to you because let me tell you when I finally get in that mindset of screw you fuck you (laughs) I'm done it might take me a minute to get there sometimes but once I do get there you cut see I'll stay friends with an ex just not an ex that like was disrespectful about them like obviously like people fight people get um breakups can be messy or Mm -hmm. emotional but like that's not a reason or excuse to be disrespectful or like too much, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but as long as my exes were not complete dicks during the breakup period, like I'm okay maintaining a friendship with them though. 
And see, normally I can be cordial with mine too, but this one particular one, the shit that he did. The mm-hmm. one you just out? Yes. Yeah. Nah, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> because, well, but that's the thing though. Like, if he didn't want to be with you or had an issue or something, he could have just been like, it looked like, I really enjoyed hanging out with you, but like, you're not the one and kept it moving. It was mm-hmm. the way he did things that was like, all right, now I don't respect you anymore, so we can't be friends. Because mm-hmm. if he would have came to you as a man and just been like, I'm sorry, I just don't think you're the one and I want to move on. You probably could have maintained a friendship or a relationship with him yeah. because that's a respectable way to handle that. Yep. And I also if I lose my respect for you, then... Oh yep, exactly. And I also don't like the fact that you sat and did what I told you that someone else had mm-hmm. done in my past to me. That's the fucked up part. I was like, mm-hmm. of all the things to do, you do exactly what I told you someone else did to me and that hurt me. And that hurt me. Like you picked the thing that hurt me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Don't blame you. Mm-mm. Yeah, he, that was a mess. It was. Uh, so, what signs do you tend to attract? Romantically? Yeah, or friendship-wise, too. Hmm. <laughs> I don't think I have, like, a specific sign friendship wise mm-hmm. actually no that's not true you know what? most of my life I feel like I'm surrounded by Tauruses, Virgos and Libras oh okay. like they come up in my life constantly mm-hmm. friend wise family wise and like love wise like all three of my romantic relationships were like my most serious relationships were Taurus, Virgo and Libra and most of the people that I've dated like not as seriously were one of those as well Oh, okay. And then my mom's a Virgo, my sister's a Libra. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think those are the ones that come up a lot for me. Yeah. Hmm. And they're pains in the asses. <laughs> <laughs> for romantic wise, I have dated a lot of Aquariuses. Okay. Uh, as far as serious relationships. So I've been I've been in situations, but my four serious relationships. Matter of fact, this is my fifth serious relationship. So, ex husband was a Gemini. Y'all crazy as fuck. Sorry, not the not the women, not the women. The men are crazy as hell though. <laughs> my next one was an Aquarius. My next one was an Aquarius. <laughs> so it's a lot of Aquariuses. Scorpios are crazy. Sagittarius are crazy. <laughs> I beat me. I don't think I've dated <laughs> any of those. No. Like all the people that you said, that's how you know we don't have the same taste at all. No. I don't think you've dated the same zodiac signs as me. No. <laughs> yeah, I've never. Um, I'm sorry. What would April 14th be? Would that be an Aries? April 14th is Aries. Okay, so I've dated one Aries. Okay. But still, all the ones that you said, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, some reason Aquariuses flock to me. I don't know what it is. The weirdest thing. But I'm a Pisces, y'all. So I'm a Pisces. Uh, my current boyfriend, he's a Cancer. This is my first Cancer. I've never dated, been in a situation ship or nothing with a Cancer before. Cancer men are either the best or the worst. I've dated a couple of them. Yeah. But I would say Cancer men are either like that super emotional that they're just like angry all the time and just kind of like over the top, mm-hmm. which is annoying, or they're that men that are very fluid with their feelings and are able to like reflect uh, able to like speak about their feelings and like take in your feelings without overreacting and stuff like that because they understand that like, they're more comfortable being open this is how I feel like he is hmm? he's the second half of what you said that's how I feel like he is that he's just more open about his feelings mm-hmm. yeah see oh you got a good cancer mm-hmm. fingers crossed y'all <laughs> Wait, when's his birthday? July 22nd. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's a cancer? Mm-hmm. Not a Leo? Yep, July 22nd. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cancer all day birthdays. long. But, yeah, I am on a... I would never date a
or Gemini or a Scorpio. <laughs> yeah, no, the men are crazy. Look, my 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 oldest daughter is a Gemini. That's my baby. Like she does not act like a Gemini at all. She's she's low key and super sweet. So Listen, I'm a Gemini woman, and I think Gemini women and Gemini men are both the best. Lies you tell. <laughs> and a lot of my close friends. Well, my close friends are all y'all are like I got two Gemini's, I got you and Kita Gemini's. Jazz is a, I think Jazz is a Libra, right? Yeah, Libra. And, yeah. And then my Libras other are one. The best and the worst, I would say. Yeah. Libras are the friend or the girlfriend or boyfriend that's like crazy as fuck, but they're just so <laughs> loving that you're like, all right, like. <laughs> funny though even though jazz and i are different signs i feel like me and her are like the same person it's weird like we literally be texting each other stuff at the same time like the same exact thing we do it all the time it's weird maybe you guys just spend too much time together maybe so <laughs> and it's funny because she met one of my co-workers at an event for the school and jazz was like Oh, then you know my friend so and so, and she was like, "Yeah." And the friend and the well, the coworker was like, "Oh my god, y'all are like the same person. You talk a lot, you act a lot. I can see, like, I can, I can see why y'all are friends. It's crazy." <laughs> I don't think you guys are that alike from what I see. Mind you, like, I don't hang out with y'all all the time, but y'all don't seem that much alike to me. It's, you seem very different. It's weird. Like, I would say our our likes are the same, and how we do different things, how we yeah. think about stuff. She's a Capricorn. She just had a birthday. Yeah. Okay. She's outspoken, y'all. That's the little one. She feisty. Y'all can tell. Listen to the episodes that I did with them. As you can see, <laughs> Jay was quiet and reserved. You could barely hear her talk. And then you hear Liz, very um opinionated and, you know, always has a lot to say about different things and not in a bad way. But that's just her. She her out per, her personality is very outgoing. Mm-hmm. She's like me as an adult, and Jay is like me as a child. <laughs> so, my favorite thing not group texts, group chats, group whatever you want to call them. Can't stand them, motherfuckers. Do not put me in them because I'm not gonna respond to you. And the reason we talking about group texts is because Jay, look, Jay's cracking up hysterically because she knows I hate them shits. So. I love group chats. But, okay. She says she's introverted, y'all. But how are you an introvert if you like group chats or group texts? You know like, it's the same reason why, honestly, if I hang out in a group of people, I prefer it to be three or more people than just me and one other person for the same reason. Because then when I want to be quiet and go off by myself, and or not respond to the nonsense in the group chat, I can do so without people thinking I'm being rude. Oh my God. I hate them. I love them. Mm-mm. I just want to watch, like, I don't know. It's just easier too. Like, why am I going to copy and paste this text into 17 different text messages? That's what I do. That's what I do. I send it cool. individually. Wait, what? Whenever I have to tell everybody something, like an event or something, everybody gets their own individual text message. Yeah, too much work. <laughs> Copy and paste. <laughs> click, click. Or better yet, make a little flyer and send it that way. Mm-hmm. 
But the reason this subject came about is because Jay sent me this screenshot of a woman and I guess she wanted to be added in a group chat with her husband and the ex-wife to know what was going on with, you know, their the daughter or child or whatever. In my opinion, the mom or sorry, the current wife does not need to be in no group chat with the dad and um, the ex-wife. Like, stay in your lane. That's how I see it. And I'm an ex-wife. I'm an ex-wife. What if she has an active role in your child's life? I get the whole active role thing, but you can talk to me directly or vice versa. Like, what do you, you know, need to be in a group? It makes sense that if three people are parenting this child, they can't have a group text so that everyone's always in the loop about everything? Hell no! Once again... <laughs> individually text what do you need to group chat for no just so everyone knows what everything's going on it's easier to be sure that everyone knows everything send that shit individually <laughs> <laughs> like i i'm telling you i don't uh no 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 <laughs> Listen, and like I, I just love group chats i just think it makes it so much easier uh-uh. Uh, every time I send out a group chat there's, or a group message, there's always that one or two people candid. Uh, Nastasha. <laughs> uh, people like Nastasha that just will text me back individually instead yep. of the group. And or not at all. Look, y'all. But it's still easier. She would do this shit. <laughs> Excuse my language. When we uh, when she we used to work together, she would group chat us. With like 13 damn people in the group from work. And I remember like my phone's always on silent y'all. Because the older I get the more little noises irritate the hell out of me. So my phone is always on silent. So that's why sometimes I don't be seeing people's text messages. uh, Maybe a couple hours later or whatever. Or I'm not going to respond right away because I can't stand that sound. But yeah she put us in a group chat with 13 other people from work. And that jump was on fire one night about Harry Potter and all these little stuff. And I'm like, oh my God. And then I don't have an iPhone, y'all. So I can't leave no group chat. I can sit and mute people, but I can't leave the group chat like iPhone users can. That's funny. I didn't even consider the non-iPhone part. <laughs> like literally when I would get group chats, I'm like, this like you've seen that little video on TikTok or memes where the person's like, "What the? F-? That's me." I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I know y'all probably think I'm crazy, but I'm serious. I like it's too much for me to have that many people. Ugh, I'm a one-on-one person or a small group. Like I know I like small groups, but not small group with that many stuff blowing up. I cannot. Whew, sorry. because you haven't done it in a long time but like one of my friends she sent something in a group chat with people i don't even freaking know except for like two people so some lady or someone from that chat has been sending like chain letters in that group chat like over the past few months so what i did i went through and blocked every single number on that group chat list except for the ones i knew yeah (laughs) but um i'm such a mystery maker that I'm sitting here thinking about how I can group chat you tonight just to, be- to irritate me. I'm not gonna respond. <laughs> I'm not gonna respond, and my shit on silent anyway. <laughs> the whole time you're um, gone on your trip, I'm gonna text you and Jazz in a group chat. The whole time. Oh, you better freaking not. <laughs> I'm gonna give you the middle finger emoji. <laughs> some of your pet peeves mm-hmm. you talking about just in general mm-hmm. like, just in general sorry you guys i'm drinking some water yes just in general pet peeves rude kids 
stressed me out, which is weird with my career path and like all the jobs that I've had, because you know that you run into them a lot. Mm-hmm. But root kids really do get under my skin like <laughs> more than they probably should, and not even just like kids throwing temper tantrum or being angry or whatever, but like just disrespectful kids. You know what I mean? Like you know those kids that you're like, mm-hmm. you're not just having too many feelings right now, or stressed out or angry. Like you're just a rude kid. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. That stresses me out. Okay. I try to that people sometimes. Especially when the parents won't acknowledge it or pretend like it's not a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, your kid's a butthole. Yeah, definitely can't stand a disrespectful child either. Yeah. What else? Uh, like punctuality. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> No, that wasn't a jab at you. This has always been my issue. Like, I'm always on time for everything. Like, if I'm... I'm never on time. Yeah, if I'm late for something, trust me, it was not my fault. It was somebody else's fault. (laughs) Dead serious. Like, I get to work 50 minutes early, and I usually sit in my car just because I don't want to be, like, getting late. Um events I show up early I don't know I just I've always been an on-time person I just feel like if you're on time you, you know like they say you're late if you're late then you're not you know you know those you know the saying I just so punctuality is huge for me especially when it involves my time I'm gonna look at you side eye mm-hmm oh lazy people get on my nerves yeah always trying to find an excuse for everything no, own your shit. You know you're fucking up. Get it together. Yeah, also, like, I always say this. I always say mean girls is my pet peeve. Oh. Like, mean girls, for whatever reason, is just kind of like, ugh. Can't stand it. <sighs> yeah, like, it drives me insane. Just being mean for no Like, mind you, let's, I'll be real. Like, I'll say something mean every once again, but my intention is never, like, bully or... Mm-hmm like you know be unkind to somebody like yep. people who specifically go after people to make them upset drives me insane yep i would say the same thing nasty people for no reason or someone who always has something to say about people like just stop your mm-hmm. crap like your shit don't stink yeah i don't know it just gets on my nerves what else stinky breath <laughs> <laughs> Well, that should be like a turn off, a turn off pet peeves. What else are my pet peeves? Yeah. Um, yeah. Liars. Especially when it's for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the benefit here? Yep. Most definitely. Any more pet peeves? Um, well, it's Black History Month, right? So, oh, yeah. black folk who don't know they're black. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Who are you telling? I feel like crazy. it's funny because they'll hear the way I talk and be like, "Oh, you're not black." And then mm-hmm. the girl that doesn't speak as well as me, but doesn't who thinks like Stacy Dash? Yeah, get the pass. Like what? No, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't like it. And I also don't like that just because. You may speak proper, because I've been told I speak proper my whole entire life, or you talk white your, my whole entire life, doesn't mean that I think I'm white. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm white. I know I'm fucking black. <laughs> but just because <laughs> I talk... To be so. Yeah, and I'm I'm black and I'm proud, shit. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> don't think that just because you're black that you can't speak, you know, proper, proper English. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know yeah. people code switch, because we talked about code switching before. I mean... You do act a certain way when you're with certain people. I get it, but normal well, you talking. You choose not to code switch. The way you speak doesn't change your blackness at all. And also, like things that you're into, like I hate when people are like, "Oh, he likes uh, ice hockey, so he's with the white boys." Mm-hmm. Or she likes country music, so she's white. Like, yeah, that's not a determinant either. And that drives me insane when people are like that. It limits so much what black kids can who they can be that's so true always worry about mm-hmm. justifying their blackness yeah prime example my girls like skateboards they have skateboards and they're good at it okay they like what 
skateboards. Oh yeah. Yeah, and what's wrong with that? Most people would be like, "Oh, that's a white thing." No. Yeah. They can still do it just because they're new. It don't matter what color you are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like stupid. I love country music. I love pop music. I love everything. Mm-hmm. Shoot, I was bopping to some old school um Justin Bieber today. And... For a long time, I wouldn't tell people I liked country music mm-hmm. because I didn't. There, I was already fighting to keep my black card. You know what I mean? Yep. And that mattered to me at one point. So I would just not tell people I like country music for that reason because I didn't want, mm-hmm. you know, the judgment that comes with it. Oh yeah, I love everything pop, country, all that. But I mean, I also have my inner ratchet. <laughs> Don't we all? I feel like we all have an inner ratchet. Even white folks. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. So, can't tell me they don't. I don't remember how we got onto this. How do we get here? Oh, talking about people, our pet peeves? Yeah. <laughs> My other pet peeve on the other side of that. Black people who don't know that they're black. Mm-hmm. As well as those black people who are super woke. Yeah. And you're like, yo. <laughs> Chill out. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> I, I live this life every day. I don't need you constantly mm-hmm. talking about it. I have ran some, across some people that are completely, they're black, but they're kind of whitewashed, if you want to call it that. Like, come on, dude. Oh, we had a coworker mm-hmm. who specifically, like, purposefully only dated white men. Yeah. That ish is wild to me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I feel like black men get a bad rap all the time for only dating white girls. Mm-hmm. But, like, but if a black woman does it, are they viewed the same? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like that alone is a sign of being brainwashed. Mm-hmm. If you don't only date white people. Oh, yeah. Try some chocolate. You might like it. <laughs> I said, try some chocolate. You might like it. <laughs> I like me a sexy chocolate. Mm-mm. I've tried both. I'll tell you, there's not a huge difference. <laughs> I have too, as far as dating, but like actual intercourse, I've never with a white guy. Wait, what? I said I've dated a white guy, but I've never had like intercourse with a white guy. Mm. You have? Mm? Have you? Have I had sex with a white man? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you did. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was it pink? All the races around here. Was it pink? Yeah, I don't think that there's a huge difference. No. Between, I've had <laughs> now, I'm, just, I'm being silly, y'all, because I have friends who are like, I just can't do it because I can't do no pink ping. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, what difference does it make? It works yeah. the same. <laughs> like, it don't make a difference. You date a light, really light skinned guy. There's just pink. Sometimes they're lighter than the white guy. Yeah. So I was just like, that makes no sense to me. So crazy. <laughs> um, do you think there's such thing as a serial cheater? A serial cheater? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think they're rampant. Do you think a cheater can be reformed? Can be what? Do you think a serial cheater can be reformed? You said, can they be rehabilitated? Reformed. Rehabilitated. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I was a serial cheater and I feel like I've been reformed. Wait, what? I mean, I know you told me that you didn't cheat it, but you didn't tell me you thought you were a a a cheerio. Look, I'm about to say cheerio. Serial cheater. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. You didn't tell me it was like that. You didn't tell me it was like that. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm not proud of it, but it definitely was. Lord, girl. In the streets. Yeah. <laughs> but I haven't done anything dirty in like my last two relationships. Good. Which have been pretty long, so. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I guess I feel like I've been reformed, I guess. I don't know if that, that counts as reformation, but 
Yeah, I'm, I've never cheated. I've never had the want to or the urge to or nothing. I don't know. Just not into me. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a good thing. Yeah. That's how you're supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, We're going to do one more topic and then we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Do you feel that men and women are getting comfortable being alone? This is for those who are single and have been single for years. Do you think people are getting complacent? Yeah. And I think sometimes it's easier to do things alone. Yeah, then have to deal with the bull. Especially once you get into habits and, like, you know, get stuck in your ways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I honestly... Well, I... Like I said, I had been single for... Since 2016, this relationship mm-hmm. is my first official relationship since 2016. And I mean, it's it's different. It's nice. It's going good so far. We're, what, four months in? Going, still going good. I just know we still have a lot to learn about each other. And, you know, get to know each other and see what other little quirks and stuff or pet peeves mm-hmm. we have with each other and... Right now, we're all good, but yeah, you never know what could change. But I think it'll stay good. Yeah. I think the hardest part of any relationship is just communicating with each other and, and the willing to compromise. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what gets harder as you get older because you're like, I don't want to compromise. I've been doing it this way for. I'm listening to you. <clears throat> like I said, the older you get, the harder it is to be willing to compromise on things because it's like, I don't want to meet you halfway. Mm-hmm. it's like I don't want to meet you halfway I want you to just do it my way you know yeah Yeah, I definitely think we're getting more comfortable relationships have less uh, stability than I think they ever have because people are comfortable being alone yeah I know my tolerance for BS is real low so I definitely don't have as much patience as I had in the past relationships because I feel like once you see you can do it on your own it's like why would yep and I have learned to do a lot of stuff being single and on my own and sometimes I'll be like um I know in the past I'll be like well shoot what do I really need a man for if I'm doing it all on my own and I know a lot of women are like that and men probably are too they're like oh why I need to be in a relationship when I can just get new whatever when I want it and don't have to worry about you know dealing with the title and dealing with attitudes or whatever um that can be viewed on as a man or a woman uh, seeking a relationship they don't have to deal with the uh questions or uh uh what's the word i'm looking for having to answer to someone i guess if you want to put it that Mm way yeah so especially when it's like a lot of people use relationships for physical comfort Mm -hmm. or even just like someone to hang out with or keep them company as opposed to just like a life partner yep and that's easy to get in our generation. Like, I don't have to be your girl and mm-hmm. follow rules and stuff. I can just come get snuggles and sex and, and be gone. You know, like, you don't have to commit. Mm-hmm. You're right. Well, you guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode on up. Jay, do you have anything for our listeners before we close it on out? I'm just happy to be back with you guys, and I look forward to more shows. Yeah, we're going to be more consistent, you guys. I'm going to try to do at least one a week like we were doing. Not one a month or one every two months. (laughs) So sorry. But um, I know eventually, like I said, I did want to go on YouTube or do a YouTube video, but my face will not be on. I will be wearing some kind of sunglasses to disguise me because um. I can't let any parents find out about this or whatever. So, or come across to somebody and I'm talking about this junk. I don't want my students or somebody to come across this junk and hear it. So, yeah, if I do it, it'll be in disguise like Cat from Euphoria. <laughs> if you guys know what I'm talking about with that reference. <laughs> yeah, I need to catch up on that show. It's wild. <laughs> it's wild. This new season is crazy. Yeah, I need to catch up. Maybe mm. I'll watch them tonight. <laughs> Make sure you guys subscribe, like, and follow our Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube accounts at Melanie Rhapsody Podcast. This is Nastasha. 
This is Jay. And we're signing out. We will see you guys next time. Bye. You be calling, you be calling, you be calling, you be calling my honey. Now you feeling, now you feeling, now you feeling, now you feeling on me.